Hey everybody, this is for Monday. And we hope you had a great weekend and you're having a great Monday or excited to have a great Monday. We know uh, we are. We're not affected by Monday because our Mondays are actually on Wednesday. So that can be a little bit confusing. You look confused. Did you know our Monday is on Wednesday, honey? I do now. So anyway, um, again, we hope you're looking forward to your new week. And we've got some great topics for the whole week. We hope that you continue to listen to us. You want to read this first one? Yeah. Uh, You are not helpless and you have choices. You know, do you feel like a doormat? You know, which is the distorted version of meekness? Not weakness, but meekness. Listen today and be encouraged that it's not God's best for you. And hear about ways to stop volunteering for mm-hmm. it. You know, this comes from uh, the scripture Galatians 6, 5. And that says, for we are responsible for our own conduct. See, that's, the, that's it right there. We're yeah. responsible. And so when we step back and take a look at our life and, and think, you know, I feel like a doormat. Mm-hmm. Well, are you volunteering for it? Because like that verse says, we're responsible for our own actions. And once we can get that light bulb to come on in our head and go, oh, nobody's making me do this. I am miserable in this. And why am I in this? And, and really, it's driven by fear. It's driven by lack of courage, self-love, and true identity. And if you're, if you're feeling like a doormat, that, that's not God's best. Right. And we want to help people who, who feel like that today. Exactly. You know, and, and uh, you know, meekness has uh, been misinterpreted for forever. Yeah, it has. It you has. know, for, for centuries. Um, you know, where, me, where it says that the meek shall inherit the earth, you know, so many people um, uh, relate meekness to weakness. And that couldn't be any further from the truth. I mean, the definition of meekness is submission, and what and, and for Christians, our submission is to is to God, and by doing so, that gives you strength. And so, you know, some people, you know, may uh, think you know it's okay to be a doormat because uh, of their distorted definition of meekness, because it's okay to let people walk all over you. Well, some people believe they don't have any choices, but they do. Right. I mean, Jesus never intended anyone to be taken advantage of. He never intended anyone to walk over someone else, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, you know, you're not a doormat. You know, meekness, you have to really get a different definition in your head. It is submission to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's power. That is strength. And I hope that encourages everyone listening right now. So, so if, you, if, you, if you realize that there's been a lot of unacceptable behavior going on around you that maybe has been directed at you, you got to st- step back and go, you know, am I taking this? And am I, am I continuing to come back for more of this? Yeah. And if so, what's wrong with me? What, what's the worst thing that can happen if I step up to the plate and go, uh-uh, this is not good for me. My life is on hold because of this. I've missed years of growth in my own life because I've allowed myself to be in this unhealthy situation. And unfortunately, people will let you stay there. Yeah. <laughs> they will, especially if it's taken uh, 
a burden off of them or a load mm-hmm. off of them or they're benefiting from from it. You we gotta look out for ourselves as as horrible as that sounds, but we're living in a pretty sick world. Yeah. And and a lot of the motive in what goes on today is all about self. That's true. And and Jesus wants us to have the life that he and the destiny that he has for us. Right. You know, and not to be living out someone else's life and, yeah. and and all the time being feeling resentment and like a victim because we not stand up for ourselves and going, I need a life. Yeah. Whose fault is that? That's true. You know, and that's what it says in the scripture. You know, we're responsible for our own conduct. Do you we know? keep coming back for more of it? Yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, sometimes we may feel like a doormat. You know what I mean? I mean, who, you know, we have a choice. Do we, do we keep going back to be abused? Are you a do victim we, yeah, or are you a volunteer? Exactly. Do we keep going back to that same situation? Or do we pray about it and, and really, you know, get God's direction and get out of that situation? Mm-hmm. You know, you are not a doormat. You are awesome and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just think it's, it's, uh, it's awesome how God says the meek will inherit the earth. You know, the ones who have submissive to him will inherit the earth. That's mm-hmm. the way, you, you know, I, and I look at that, that scripture. Well, and we realize there's there are some um, scary situations, some dangerous situations that people are stuck in, that people um, need people to help them out of, and we're not minimizing that, and we yeah. totally understand that. But, again, the root of it is fear. It always is. The root of it is fear, and and that's where if you're in those situations that you feel like if I get out of this, I'm in, I'm endangering my life or someone else's. Yeah. Then we want to we want to encourage you to make a phone call. There are people that want to help you. There are organizations, wonderful organizations out there to help you. That's right. And but you've got to remember that turning to God and leaning on Him is the first thing to do to yeah. pray for help. And for him to help you and to lead you and to guide you to the ones who, you know, can help you when you feel like I can't help myself. He never intended for us to help ourselves by ourselves. We're not islands here. We need each other. That's right. So we're not minimizing those dangerous situations at all. Oh, no. I mean, you know, I mean, there's been situations, you know, where, of course, uh, uh, you know, women, um, you know, may be in a really bad relationship. You know, Teresa, and uh, and uh, you know because of the you know the situation or the children, this and that, you know, and maybe they're being abused. They just don't tell anybody. Right. You know, they don't want to ruffle the feathers. Yeah. Or they're you know, or maybe they were abused when they were children, and that's the only way that they receive love. Yeah. You know, and attention. And you know, we just like to tell you right now, you know, you know, God does not want you to be abused. God does not want you to be a doormat to anybody. But you, you know, you have to be, you know, you have to use caution too. Right. You know, you have to be uh, do it the right way. Yeah, well, and, you're, yeah. If you're feeling like a doormat. We want to encourage you to get up off the floor. That's right. Because you're you're not one. You are a child of the living God. Yeah. Okay. And there's people out there that love you, and we love everybody listening. Yeah. We sure want everybody do. to walk out their destiny. That's right. And and believe who you really are in Christ and what that means. Yeah. You know, you know, we're not going to talk about this, but it's funny that now that we we kind of took it out. I, I think it's uh, it's real fitting to what we're talking about about uh, 
when Jesus said about turning the other cheek. You know, when, when I read that scripture, what Jesus is, you know, to me what the Lord is saying, hon, is yes, when something bad happens to you, you, can, you, you, you have the ability to turn the other cheek. But you also have the ability not to take it anymore. But you have to believe that. That's exactly right. And so you may turn the other cheek and and then you start taking responsibility for what you need to be doing and what God's directing you to do so. Mm-hmm. But you have to be willing. And, and turning the other cheek is willingness to me. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's another part of submission to him. Well, have, has there been in a time in your life where you felt like a doormat? Oh, gosh, yeah. Why don't yeah. you tell us about it? Well... Um, Troy, our dog, kind of treats me like a doormat. <laughs> he just thinks it's all about him, honey. No. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I did. I, I felt like, uh, uh, I, you know, I think we all have, if we're honest with each, with, with each other. You know, we've all felt like a doormat sometime in our life. And, you know, when I was growing up and I, I didn't, uh, uh, my dad wasn't around when I was growing up. Um, at a young age, um, and I got to know him later on in, in my adult age, but during those formidable years that he wasn't around, I felt like a doormat. When I would see my friends with their dads back in the seven, early 70s, divorce wasn't a, a very, you know, wasn't as popular <laughs> as it is today, you know, unfortunately. It, uh, but I would see them with their dads. And I felt like a doormat, man. I, I felt like I was less than anyone. Mm. I didn't know Christ. I didn't have a relationship with him. But when I gave my life to Christ and he took me into his arms, the first thing that he did for me was he affirmed me as his son. Mm-hmm. And right then, I picked up my doormat I went outside and I threw it in the dumpster. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be a doormat to nobody. Mm-hmm. But I was going to be submissive mm-hmm. to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, thank you for who you are. Lord, I don't want to be a doormat anymore. I want to be meek for you, Father. I want to be submissive to you. Lord, I know that you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven because I'm asking you right now, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Jesus, thank you for being my Savior. Thank you for telling me, and now I believe and know that I am not a doormat anymore. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm Well, yeah, we thank you for that. And uh, if you did pray that prayer of salvation, we'd love to hear from you or any prayer request that you have at info at livingitup.org. Well, I'm excited about this week because Valentine's Day is Friday. Yeah. It's also our fifth wedding anniversary. That's right. So we're we're, uh, having a get-together at our house tomorrow night with some Uh friends, and I'm just looking forward to that. It's going to kick it off for us. We're those kind of people that we... Don't just celebrate the day. We kind of celebrate for a whole week. Right. Exactly. (laughs) 
But I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's nice. And we hope that a lot of you guys and gals listening are too. So if you any other, anybody else's wedding anniversary is on Valentine's Day, happy anniversary. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we have enjoyed so much uh, our time with you. We pray you feel the same way. And until tomorrow, keep living it up. We'll be getting again. <laughs>